This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to the weekend. It's time for The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. And alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Glad to be back with my partner at North to North on Twitter. Mike, you missed you last week. I was having some fun in New Orleans. I know you and Randy did an excellent job, though, uh, in it with another edition of The Odds Couple. But yeah. I'm glad to talk to you again, buddy. It's good to talk to you, Carm. Glad you had a good time. Me and my buddies used to go to New Orleans twice a year. Oh. I used to rent the top, the top floor of the Wyndham hotel right down there where the casino was and everything else we went there for about and i took b there we went there i went there for about nine straight years i got to know some people down there and then after katrina things started to change a little bit i decided not to go down there anymore so i haven't been there since but man i used to have some good times a great time did you go to acme did you go to the oyster bar did you go to the monte leone we, we did you stayed, go to Armand cigars we, we actually stayed at the monte leone i should have talked to you before i went you got a bunch of good recommendations oh we Armand cigar i mean uh, uh I, you know I, I got to know the locals we went down there we used to have a good time we did an entourage type thing i'd take all my buddies that i grew up with down there it's and, a great city, uh, isn't it? Oh my God, we'd be sitting, we'd be sitting at the at the tables at Harrah's. It was a beautiful casino. I was sorry to see when Katrina hit that, but I know everything's straightened out now. But yeah. I'm glad you guys had a good time. It's probably good to get away, right? It was phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie, Mike. I mean, it really yeah. was. Uh, it food's was great. great. Food's great. I mean, everything. The weather was beautiful, and uh, you know, to be back out and and enjoying things like that again, um, fully vaccinated, like it feel, you know. You, feel comfortable doing it like it was it was awesome so i'm glad we're starting to get back to normal a little bit it's you know when the white Sox come home on monday 60 mm-hmm. percent capacity you know like it's starting it feels like now we can really see the light at the end of the tunnel you know people get yeah. vaccinated get vaccinated we continue to roll it out and like let's do it but yeah i mean come come monday you know, 60% uh, is a lot better than the 20 that has been on the south side so far. And I know White Sox fans want to get out and see this team because they're very good and they're very fun. Yeah, I mean, the White Sox have been a, a great surprise. I mean, you lose a couple of the uh, top players in the game, Lewis Robert, Eloy Jimenez. You lose McCann as your catcher. Uh, there's some changes on the team. They got better during the offseason. Lance Lynn has oh. delivered more than promised. La Russa, I'm a huge fan. I know the nonsense that's been going on. I did not agree with him bringing it up out of the clubhouse, but I, right. it wouldn't have happened if uh, Mercedes hadn't swung and ignored the take sign. Now, I would say this to everybody out there. I want you to do me a favor. Just get on Wikipedia and look up Yerman Mercedes and look up why he's not a major leaguer until this year. Okay? Because, according to the Washington Nationals, he was a 300 hitter, never gave 100%, came in overweight, had a big mouth. He wasn't worth the trouble. The White Sox gave him an opportunity. He came late earlier this year. They covered him. Okay? They covered for him. This he was did the show up late tw- once. That's true. And he caught... And he, and his reputation throughout minor league baseball is not pretty. One guy said I roomed with him. He was, well, he was a good guy, but he was a goof. See, that's not good. That's why you're a 28-year-old rookie. Yet, Tony LaRusse and the White Sox gave him a chance. I would say this to anybody, including Carmen, Randy, any of us. If you 
are told by the boss not to do something, and this comes from experience that I had. I was told many times when the score started not to say this, not to say that, and then I would. I'd pay the price somehow, some way, until I stopped asking and did it before I asked. Okay? If you got a take sign and you disobey the manager, I don't want to hear anything else, man, because I heard Mad Dog Russo, who's another boomer, yeah. uh, say the boomer. same thing. Hank Aaron wouldn't have swung at the pitch, so this guy shouldn't have. That being said, La Russa should have kept it in-house. Yeah, that he totally should have. Um, I, I, I just don't understand why in baseball, like you can't swing three zero. And I guess that's a different argument. It's a different conversation. Well, no, but, but if you, if I, Mike Thomas tells you not to say something, and you well, do, sure, Carmen, we have a boss, of course. You're yes. in trouble. If Mike says don't do it, and I do it, I'm going to probably be in trouble. Believe that's me, true. I'll tell you. If you do some, any boss, it, it's just, worth his ilk. If he tells you on the air, or if you work for a construction company, don't take that elevator. Then he sees you taking it. You're going to hear about it. The thing that bothers me more than anything, though, is this idea that you're not supposed to try for one pitch. But I don't know. Who knows? Three zero and three one. I, I. What's the difference? Well, then why uh, did Minnesota? If 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 these rules silly. are outdated, why did Minnesota hit them and Baldelli and? They got a suspension. I know. Yeah, yeah. You got three, three and two. I think right. Did, uh, Duffy got. Th- did, is that right? Did Duffy get three and Baldelli got two or something like that? But yeah, you're right. They both got suspended. And by the yeah. way, if there's 12 seconds left and there's a team up by 30 in the NBA, and somebody shoots a three from a three. the team up 30, there's going to be a fight. I don't know where everybody's checked out. That's why I'm changing my Twitter profile, Carb. Starting <laughs> next week, I'm calling it Handicap Village. I'm going to have ESPN. I'm going to have a beautiful thing. I'm only going to start doing handicapping. You can't even have a debate on Twitter anymore. <laughs> without so I'm, I'm done. Well, everybody's coming years. after you. Yeah. you I, mean, it's not, you say. I say I don't like Justin Field. I get called. I get. They played a race card on me. It's gotten insane. Everybody's no, nuts. No, that, that's, Isn't it crazy? Yeah, well, it is. I mean, Twitter, it, it certainly is. You're right. There's I a reason there's phone that. screeners, and the rest of them are on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so speaking, speaking of the Sox, you know, the Yankees are starting to play well, Mikey. Uh, they've won. Yanks have won 9 of 12. Sox have won 10 out of 13. Yankees just uh, coming off back-to-back shutouts, uh, including a no-hitter. The I saw you had a funny tweet, too, yesterday. You said, has there been a no-hitter yet? Well, I'm, I'm terrified. Tough. That was a good tweet. No, but that's a funny tweet. One, I one of laughing. my, hey, listen, I have one out of every fifteen good tweets that's that get up. That, that, I'm really a poor tweeter, but I was I was doing this before tweet, before Twitter. But I'll tell you this, I'm terrified. I mean, there's one a week. There's going to be twenty this year. I'm convinced. Oh, I'm, Mike, I think you're. I think you're right. I mean, we're like we're on pace for like twenty four. And that's there's not going to be a dozen game. of them. I'm telling you, that's not good for the game. But I'll also say this: who's who's the guy last night? I took Cincinnati on the system. They scored, they got four runs, but the other team, San Francisco, got 19. 19, yeah. And then Plato. I take yeah. Toronto. I'm winning oh, the game 7-5, oh, oh. and Martinez hits a two-run homer. So between the two games I bet, I mean, I'm just being honest, folks, there were 27 runs scored. Just yeah. start meeting. Bats got to meet ball. Let's quit using the excuses. I mean, pretty soon these pitchers, they're going to be pitching out of a hole. They're going to lower the mound. That's what Yurko was joking. Well, tonight it's uh, – so tonight it is um, – it's a Rodon and Montgomery. We know how well the White Sox do against lefties. So here's another lefty starter. Um, you can get a little value maybe if you think the White Sox can open it up and stretch their legs like they have against lefties, and you get about plus 150 on your money if you take them on the run line. They'd have to win by two or more runs, obviously. But Sox-Yankees should be fun. And then the Cubs mm-hmm. are in St. Louis. They're three games back. They're maybe exceeding expectations a little, and Hendricks has good career numbers against Carlos Martinez. They are a favorite tonight. The Cubs are minus 120 on the money line. 
Yeah, I mean, first of all, here's what I'm going to say. I have a pick on the White Sox-Yankee game. Now, does that game, has that game already started? I don't think so, has it? No, that, it's game, a, that, that game's tonight. Right. Six o'clock. Yep, six, six o'clock. I got a yep. pick for that game, so I'll give it later. Good. And I also will say this about the Cubs. The 79 over looks good right now, doesn't it? Um, for wins? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, what they're, they're a game above 500, right? So, I mean, you stay on yes. this pace. 22 yeah. or 21, something like yeah. that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Ross has done a good job. I wanted Ozzie Gein to take over for him. Yeah, Rossi's okay. I mean, I, I, I yeah. gauging like man, like look, I've had my issues with Larusa for, uh, and it's obvious. Okay, but like all in all, like trying to figure out how much a manager means to wins and losses, it's tough. I mean, I, I think Ross has his strong suits, mm-hmm. and I think. The relatability to the players probably helps. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what helps the Cubs, though, quite honestly? That Riz, How about that, 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 that Chris Bryant is Chris Bryant again. You know, like that the bullpen's actually been pretty good late in games. That Kimbrell's been good. That's why they're maybe exceeding expectations a little bit is that they're playing pretty well for the most part. Well, I got to tell you something. Like I've said, if they still had Darvish, I know Jack Peterson had snapped out of his slump, but yeah. if they still had Darvish, they're they're even better off, I yeah. think. But I give them all the credit in the world. Like I said earlier in the year, I wanted Ozzie Guillen over on the north side to shake things up uh, and, and get things going because they got off to one of the worst starts in in baseball history, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, there was there was genuine panic with the way this team was playing. But you know what? Nothing cures the ills of a baseball team. Better than guys on the last year of their deals. Yeah. Nothing. And and Bryant, I don't know what they're going to do now. Do you let them go? Makes I mean, they're, they're making a run for this. They got a hunger back. They seem to have a hunger they didn't have since 2016. Would I be wrong? Um, I think they are a little hungrier. I think they do want to prove some things. I think, like you said, you've got guys coming out of contract that are playing for their next contract and want to prove some things. You know, the Cubs, even though they're three out and they're in second place, they're still 5-1 to one. In the odds, if you think they can close the gap and keep it close, five to one is a good number to get. I mean, the Brewers are in a little bit of a tailspin; they can't score. They're all beat up. They're still the second choice behind the Cardinals at plus one thirty-five. So, if you think the Cubs are legit, five to one's not bad. The problem is you don't know if Jed Hoyer's going to start selling this team off come the 4th of July or the trade deadline, and that's where it gets tricky, I guess, Mike. Yeah, it does, and Jed Hoyer was one of the guys that wanted to push the mound back. Jed Hoyer wants to be one of the guys that changes the game in a big way. I know that he's more uh, He seems to talk a little bit more than Theo used to, even though Theo was never shy to talk to the press and stuff like that, but you got to give credit where credit's due. So far, so good. I mean, if they were losing, we'd be beating them up. Uh, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm surprised by both teams. Yeah. Uh, I, I really am, and I think, you like you said about the managers earlier, they're going to make their mistakes. Both guys are going to make sure. their mistakes. I don't buy the ageism thing. I don't buy that he's too old. Uh, I, you know, I, I, he's a top-five manager, top-ten manager of all time. I don't think the game's passed him by. In fact, I think he's done some good things with the bullpen. Uh, but it does help when Giolito pitches a game like he did the other, yep. the other night. And it really helps that Chris Bryant, you're right, he leads the major leagues, I believe, in extra base hits. So, I think that's I right, mean, yeah. That wasn't even close the last two years yep. i mean so so you got to be encouraged all right mikey i got another baseball question for you a little bit later on too. i love it, baseball it, questions. it's a debate that's been raging the last couple of days around the station uh between us and Merck, and uh it has Uh-oh. to do with al mvp so i want to pick your brain sure. on that a little bit later on we're going to talk to luke pergandy when we come back <laughs> next. that's our guy jim miller's going to give us some ponies Jimmy!
play. We got a ton to do. Mike's got to play in the Sox game for later, so stick around for that. We'll give you some best plays. We got NHL Stanley Cup playoffs going on, NBA playoffs. The Warriors will try to win and get in tonight. So lots to discuss. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside the Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco were presented this week and every week by the great folks over at PropSwap. PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells its sports wagers, and we know that these weekends, the golf majors are huge for Prop Swap, and there's tons of action. And Phil Mickelson's playing out of his mind, and that's got to be generating some buzz and maybe some tickets and maybe some swapping going on. So let's talk to the man himself, one of the founding members of Prop Swap. He joins us every week, and we love him, Luke Pergandy. Oh, look, White Sox came coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Mickelson. What's up, Luke? <laughs> hey, Carm. Hey, Mike. Hey, how, buddy. How about it, man? I mean, I know you guys, like, the action for these big golf tournaments. Um, I mean, it starts earlier in the week. I was on the site earlier this morning. I mean, there are just tickets galore, golfers galore, people buying and selling for this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, lefty Phil Mickelson is making a nice charge here. He was 150 to 1 to win this thing. He's now down to about 20 to 1, even 15 to 1 in some places. So, you know, you can make 10 extra money. On Phil, uh, Morikawa seems to be doing what he always does these days and uh, just, you know, outperform expectations. He was 35-1 uh, to 1 to start this tournament, the reigning uh, PGA Championship winner. Obviously, different course over in San Francisco, but um, he, both of those guys are doing great. Zalatoris is kind of making a push. Zalatoris was 65-1 to 1 wow. to win this. I mean, all these guys are just, you know, really uh, outperforming their odds. Well, I'll tell you what, another guy that outperformed was a guy that I brought up on the show uh, about a month ago was Steph Curry. Ever since you and me and uh, Carmen talked about him, really the last five, six weeks, I've never yeah. seen a guy outside of Russell Westbrook, the way he's playing, go on a run, carry a team like he did. I, I think we all agreed Joker was going to win it, but mm -hmm. is this going to be one of those deals where Joker wins it and everybody's got a bad taste in their mouth? Because it seems like everybody's done a three, three, 360 on this one, Luke. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like, will will he just get the award and everyone's pretty upset about it? I, I, I understood the argument then. I still understand it. Like, <laughs> what he's doing with the Warriors, which is such a depleted roster. Right. Um, you know, it's uh, to push L.A. to what he did on uh, Wednesday night. They should have won that game. Um, you know, that they kind of let that one slip away. But what he's done with this. With this roster, it's, I mean, he's playing out of his mind. But you could argue he's playing the best year of his career. Yep. I How about if Durant right. had stayed there? How about oh, if Durant God, stayed? Please. They'd be. They'd I mean, be so seriously, good. they're they're favored to win it all, at least the West, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, God! Yeah, if point. Durant was still there, I think absolutely, my God. Yeah, yeah I, th I think no doubt. Even I with mean, the injury to Thompson, I mean, um, I think I think you're probably right. Yep. A healthy Durant and Curry together right now with Draymond. Yeah, you're probably right. Yep. You know, look, you got it. You got your you got Durant and your big three in, in Brooklyn. They're the favorite. They've been the favorite for the last six weeks. You know, so I, I think you're absolutely right. Well, speaking yeah. of NBA, Luke, like um, 
I saw Laker ticket for sale at about four to one, which is probably going to beat most of the odds. You know, you're three plus three twenty-five in a lot of places, maybe three and a half to one. Um, any other tickets like that? Anything like generating some buzz with the NBA playoffs now? While well, we got this one final playing game tonight, and then we'll be all set. Four games tomorrow. Any other teams? You know, have a you know getting a lot of love on Prop Swap right now. Yeah, I mean, this this Joel Embiid-Russ Westbrook rivalry seems to be a thing. Uh, I've kind of been looking into that. They clearly have a history together, uh, Russ versus versus Joe Embiid. Um, so that series is getting some buzz. The Sixers are definitely starting to pick up steam. I mean, I've seen a lot of guys pick the Sixers out of the East. I'm not sure I'm ready to buy that. Yeah. Uh, but they'll, you know, they'll certainly make work of Washington. I, I'm, I'm not concerned that they'll they'll drop. You know, maybe they'll drop one maximum two games so they'll win that series against the wizards um so, i mean they're popular they're definitely picking up steam we've been selling tons of tickets the sixers were as high as 35 to 1 mm-hmm. uh they're all the way down to 7 to 1 uh, obviously the second uh, highest odds to win the east behind the brooklyn nets who have basically been number one since since that transaction went down or uh you know the two of them went to brooklyn yeah. well, i'll tell you what you know what's uh, what's funny guys uh, my last question is this I'm hearing a lot of Portland over Denver. I'm hearing people liking Portland. I just their defense is just non-existent. I, I think I would lean Denver. But how many tickets do you have on Portland uh, right now? Yeah, That'd be a good one. Hmm. Yeah, we've been selling some on Portland. I mean, they, they just have to go through such a gauntlet that is right. the Western Conference. Um, you know, it's even if you got them at two hundred to one, now they're about a hundred to one. You know, to convince that buyer, obviously he could flip it again. Right. Um, but I don't think there's much confidence that they, you know, advance past Utah and Phoenix and L.A. and, you know, both L.A. But people teams, think I mean, they're going to get – a lot of people think they're going to beat Denver. Denver seems to be lightly regarded right now with, yeah. the, with the absence of Murray. And they're only a one-point right. favorite tonight. That's the, or tomorrow night. You know, that's right. the last game tomorrow. That's the smallest uh, spread mm-hmm. on the board for tomorrow in the NBA. Yeah. No, they, they're they're live. No doubt the Trailblazers are live. Obviously, Dame is incredible and is a superstar. He's just on a, on a poor team. Um, so they're alive. And to your point, no Jamal Murray in Denver. The question becomes how much can Joker, you know, put on his shoulders? Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe he'll the, – the votes have been tallied for the right. MVP. That's a regular season award. Right. Um, so – but it doesn't get announced till July, which is a whole separate topic. I have no idea why they do that. I think it's stupid that we're announcing a regular season award after the NBA Finals is over. Like, I don't understand. They, they, they got to generate um, some buzz, Luke. They got to be relevant in July since the Finals are over. Yeah. I think that. I think that's why these leagues do it now. Hockey and you have people selling tickets all the way till then, don't you? You have t- people trying to get rid of their tickets. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Even though it's that's been right. tabulated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it happened they, with they, um, with Russell Wilson uh, last year to win NFL MVP. Those are regular season awards. People yep. don't necessarily understand that, but obviously, kudos to the sellers that they want to post them. And obviously, opinions can change, you know, but that doesn't change the votes that got tallied nope. at the end of the season. Yeah, that's right. All right, Luke. Have a great weekend, buddy. Uh, enjoy the rest of the PGA Championship, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Oh, Bye, gonna pick up the dessert card, Lou. <laughs> at the White Sox Suite. Uh, at Luke Pergandy on Twitter from PropSwap. We love Luke. Um, I was Luke telling is. him that people think Portland's going to beat Denver, but I think Portland's defense is the second worst in all basketball. They're a great offensive club. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I think they're second only to Sacramento. And, you know, Denver, I know they're without Murray, but they've been winning without Murray. They have. They've played reasonably well without him, and because of the likes of Porter. I mean, they're twelve uh, to one, but come on. 
You know, the Blazers, like, I, I love The Blazers are so much. Chris Paul. The Blazers are like Chris Paul. Yeah, kind of. You I won't see, you won't see him deep into the playoffs. But I love cheering for Damon. Like in a series, he can do crazy things, and you know, like yeah, they could be live a little bit to pull an upset. And uh, yeah, the Nuggets are only a one point favorite at home tomorrow night. That's I'm going to tell you something, Carm. Take a look at Atlanta and the Knicks. It, to to yeah, win the series, that, that that's going to be a good series. To win the series, it's even money for yeah. Atlanta. Wait for a Atlanta. minute. I'm going to tell you right now. I think most of the big money's going to go to Knicks. I would think I, you're right, Mike. I think because of lack of knowledge, hype, being out of New York, Julius yeah. Randle being one of the most improved players in the last 10 years I've seen come out of nowhere. The guy yeah. hits threes like J.J. Redick. And, and Thibodeau. And nobody. Yeah. Name me four players. Name me four or five players on Atlanta, folks. Dominique Wilkins, they walking through that door. Yet they're even Doc Rivers, running. Is Doc Rivers walking through that door? Is Dominique walking through that door? Is Steve Smith walking through that door? Is John Conkak walking John through Conkak. that door? Yeah. All I'm going to tell you is this. Nobody, I believe, if people are going to bet those two get teams, I'm going to bet this. I'm taking yeah. Atlanta. I'm Do taking it. Atlanta. I love it. You'll get even money. I think the Bucks are primed for a good run here, Mike. I do. Like, the, the, the way the last two seasons ended for them and all the debate about, like, Budenholzer's inability to change and coach defensively properly in the playoffs, like, I think they took a long, hard look at themselves. They tweaked the roster. They were more experimental with their defense all season long. Like, I, I think it'd be a huge disappointment if they bow out early. Now they got a well, tough road to a road to hoe here. You got the the Heat, who could be a tough out in the first round. They're going to probably run into Brooklyn in the second round. But I think the Bucks, and you can get them at three and a half to one to win the East. They're eight to one to win the title. I think Giannis is primed for a deep run this year. Well, here, if you want Milwaukee, you get them at plus three fifty. That's a great price for a team that's on a mission. If yes, you want agreed. U- if you want Utah, okay. You get them at plus 350. Now, they're third or fourth in each of their divisions to go all the way. To me, those are fantastic bets. Uh, Two teams that nobody's expecting to repeat. Now, I heard what Jimmy Butler said about the series. He says, we're going to war. And then what Giannis said is, they asked him, what do you think? Could this... Could the same thing happen that happened last year? He goes, yeah, there's a good chance. Well, that's not what you want your superstar to say. <laughs> no, yeah. But, but he was being honest. Ass. Yeah, we yeah. could lose again. Yeah. I, you know. I, but I, I like how you put it. Like, I think they're a team on a mission a little bit. I think Giannis is out to really prove that, you know, he can be. We know he's special, but, you know, like he's by himself, special, though. you know. He's uh, by himself. I, I don't think that. I, don't, I would disagree with that. I mean, I think. Holiday, holiday Middleton. They added Holiday for this reason. I think he brings an element to their their perimeter defense that's going to help them. Like, I agree. I think they're but primed for a good if run. If he it, went it, down it, tomorrow, they're a lottery team. Giannis. Oh God, yeah, no, now that I agree with. Yeah, I yeah, mean, come on, this. Like, I don't think there's a team outside of since Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, uh, the the maybe going towards the title years. It depends on one player more in the NBA than than Milwaukee depends on. Uh, yeah, Giannis. He's, he's pretty special, right? When we come back, Mike and I have more to talk about, including some AL and NL MVP future conversation. Now that we're about oh, about closing in on the. Uh, just past the quarter mark, I think, of the MLB season. So we'll discuss some of that. We got some best plays later, and Jimmy Miller is still going to ponies. That's right. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're rolling along. It's Carmen. It's Mike. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Couple presented by PropSwap on ESPN 1000 and ESPN Chicago Lab. Make sure you download that app, catch up on our podcast and all the shows and all the other original podcasts. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. So this is a debate that's been going around the station the last couple of days, Mikey. Um, it's about AL MVP. You know, Trout's out now. Mm-hmm. He's going to be out about two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually is not the favorite anymore. He's third choice mm-hmm. at 10 to 1. His teammate Shohei Otani is the favorite. Uh, at plus 125, Merkin thinks there's no way Shohei or Trout should be in the conversation because, once again, the Angels can't get out of their own way. they got two great players. they got one generational player. Shohei looks to be the real deal, but their pitching continues to stink. Their yep. bullpen stinks. They can't win games. And Merck says no way could Shohei be in the conversation for MVP because they're on a last-place team. What do you think? Andre Dawson won. Yes, he did. And he played on the last place team. And That's I got to right. be honest with you, he had a great, great year. Uh, I saw a lot of those games. And every time you needed a clutch hit from him. I mean, we just talked about Giannis. What would they have been? What would the Cubs have been? Oh. They were bad with them. It's not his <laughs> fault. Uh, and it's not uh, Otani's fault, who I happen to love. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, the guy pitched. He hits. He can do it all. I think he's got a good shot. I, I, I think he's one of those guys that you disregard uh, what what position his team's in because I think people would agree they're not in last place because of him. Right. Part of the part of the problem I think Merck's making the argument, too, is because he does have a Vlad Guerrero Jr. ticket for MVP. So I of think course. he's trying to— And he's... Vlad, by the way, <laughs> by— by the way, I watched him last night. What a stud he is. He, he lost about he lost about 25, 30 pounds, decided he went on a great diet. It's called Drop the Fork. And then uh, <laughs> the kid is on fire. He's a stud. He's, he's having fun out there. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from him, but I, I guarantee you, because he has the ticket, like I've said earlier, there's some guys that had a James Harden ticket up until last week. We're still arguing for him to be MVP of the league because right. they had a ticket. So there's no doubt Randy's biased, but he's got a good he's got a good case. The top White Sox uh, is Jose Abreu at 33 to one. And uh, you know, look, Mike and I brought up Jokic. We brought up the joke. It was January, folks, right, or, or February. Right. And we were talking about Jokic, and he was like 16 to one. I couldn't at believe the time. it. I mean, and he's going to run away with this thing. He is. Like 16 to 1. And I'll we didn't you, buy a ticket. And we didn't buy a ticket like idiots. Uh, but I tell you one that I might buy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, the Yankees are starting to play better. Absolutely. And now Stan's hurt. And the guy doing a lot of the heavy lifting is Aaron Judge. And he's 20 to 1. And the Yankees are You'll the Yankees. You'll pull an oblique in August. Now, that could be. That could be. That's the but, thing you got to worry about with him. You think Boone worries about their performance? He worries about if they're able to have a performance. I know. That's true. In the you NL, know, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is your favorite. He's been great, plus 225. DeGrom, even though he's hurt, is still your second choice in the NL right now. He's plus 750. Can I say something and about that's Ronald? And then Tatis Jr. is 9-1. to one. Say Ronald something about Acuna. Who? Acuna, yeah. He's all about him. I love him. But I watched uh, the Braves the other night. And he had gold spikes on. He's got more body armor than Sir Lancelot. 
I mean, I don't know how these guys eat. They get hit by a pitch. They want to charge the mound. You're wearing body armor. He's got stuff up each arm. He's got him up his leg, on his on his ankle. Carmen, it's hilarious. And he's wearing gold spikes when everybody else is wearing, you know, your red spikes or what have you. He's black got flair, spikes. that's all. Oh, I guarantee I'm not. I understand that. I understand that, but I just get the feeling. I, it's an individual sport anyway. Pete Rose told me that. He right, goes, Mike, yeah. if you think it's a team sport, go talk to the GM at the end of the year when you're hitting 220. Yeah. Right? That's true. He goes, you could bunt the guy over 10 times in a row to look at your batting average. Right. I mean, it's true. I mean, you're right. It's 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 batter versus pitcher in most scenarios. You're right about I that. I still want him on my team, but, uh, oh, you yeah. know, I, I I mean, I just found that he's a very flamboyant player. And how about Tatis? He comes back from COVID stuff, oh, oh. and and all he does is act like I never left. Four for what do you? I mean, he missed a he missed a week or ten days. He goes four right. for four with a home run and two doubles and an unbelievable stolen base. Spent you know, one day like, in a White Sox suite or something. Dude, I mean, I'm telling you, it's that's that's I, one we don't yeah. talk about much. Oh my, I, 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 I'll eventually get over it. I will. And then with the White Sox playing so well, it makes it a little easier. Tim I won't Anderson's lie, but great. Tim and Tim's great. I mean. You know, I mean, he is, but... Well, underrated player, exists. most underrated player in baseball. I said it to Randy last week. Yeah. Tim, I, I love what Tim Anderson, like, how good he's become. I didn't think he'd be this good. I didn't think he'd be this good at him. Well, look at his errors this year compared to the past. I brought it up to, to Randy. He used he was making 20 errors a year. He's not, I think he's got one or two this year. I don't think he's got it. He's been making every play in the field. That's all you can ask from a guy who's going to come up and hit big home runs and clutch hit. He had to get better in the field. You weren't winning with a shortstop making 20 years a year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mikey, NFL win totals 2021. We've seen a lot of the books post their win totals now that free agency and the draft. Bears got to be 14 now with fields, right? Oh, it must be, yes. <laughs> uh, the Bears are actually seven and a half. And they're, with they're fields? Even- with with even with with three quarterbacks on the roster, Mike. Wow, and, and a, a Super Bowl quarterback, yeah. uh, a guy that's been to the playoffs, uh, another guy, the red the red musket, the, the red rifle. Oh, the red musket. There, there. You know what? To be honest, maybe it's just my um, I'm optimistic right now. Believe it or not, about the Bears because I think they did you do think? well in the draft. But I could see eight. Look, and now it's going to be 17 games. I could see eight and nine. I could see Let me ask you a question. Over. Isn't it pitiful it's not higher than seven and a half with 17 yeah. games? Yes. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think that speaks volumes. You know, i got to tell I, you something. It's going to be interesting to see Nagy uh, because we got a Hall of Fame manager we want fired from town, and we got a guy we wanted fired last year who's now beloved like Ditka in, yeah. that, in Matt Nagy. So it, it's going to be interesting it to see. It ebbs and flows. Oh, my God, does it ebb and flow in this town? I'll Are you, you kidding me? I'll tell you this, too. So this total seven and a half, and then Danny Zetterman gave me this uh, a couple of days ago. He said, hey, take this for odds couple. Um, the Westgate, the Superbook uh, in Vegas, they released all 32 teams, 17-game uh, schedule, and the, the, you know, the point spreads. Now, a lot of this will change, of course. You could lock these in now if you'd like at the Westgate. But as it is now, in 17 games, Mike, they've got the Bears favored in three of them. They got the Bears favored in their home game, uh, their their first home game, September 19th against the Bengals. They've got the Bears favored when they host Detroit on October 3rd. They've got the Bears favored by two when they host the Giants on Jan 2 in the penultimate game of the season. So only three times when they put their look-ahead lines out for all 17 did the Westgate Superbook have the Bears as favorites. They were only favorites in three games all of last season, and they went one and two against if, the spread. If somebody games. kidnapped you 
and held a gun to your head and said, you better be right about this. Oh, boy. The Bears are going to be seven and a half over or seven and a half under from what you just read from the Westgate. Which Damn. way you go? You make this hard on me. <laughs> I mean, uh... I, um, I got to save my life because of the quarterback unsettledness right. and, the, and the crying from the beginning that we'll hear, I would take under. So it's, to save my life, I probably would too. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say over. I want to say everything's going to be great and everything else. But this looks like uh, Nagy bought himself a year by, by, by uh, getting the quarterback. He'll, he'll be the guy who's never really developed anyone in charge of developing yeah, some, another guy. So I, I, I'm looking at a clubhouse that might not entirely be happy if things go awry. Uh, while things maybe in Buffalo might be going pretty good, regardless of the status of the former quarterback of the team. So I think there's a lot of things in play here. I think the team as a whole doesn't like the head coach. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, for what it's worth, highest win total, Kansas City, 12. Yeah. The overs, minus 130. What's Tampa Bay? They're supposed to have. Listen to this. Every time Brady, the easiest schedule they're supposed to have. One of the easiest uh, schedules. Yeah, but that, you know we know how much that fluctuates in the NFL. Like it's kind of tough to like. But if it's Tom Brady, it doesn't fluctuate much. Yeah, he had the e- AFC East good. for twenty years. No, the that's true. Schedule. They picked on him forever. Eleven and a half is their total, Mike. Tampa's is eleven and a half. Wow. And then yeah, and uh, the over there is even money. Under is minus one twenty. So the unders uh, the favorite there. And then the lowest win total on the board, I believe, is the Jets and Jags. Yeah, six. For the Jets and but Jags they got the and, kid uh, from BYU. Yeah, and I don't know how well that's going to work for them. Let but I will tell you, you that there's heavy juice on the Jets over. It's minus one thirty to the over. I, I'm going to say that kid doesn't last six games if he starts. Yeah, uh, he might not. Actually, I take you know back. there is going to be some busts in this class, folks. This isn't the class of Marino, Kelly, Elway. I, I just want to clue everybody in. I think Carm knows that too. Uh, this, this is this is that th- they could all be a bust. Even Absolutely. the even the first guy. And I'll, absolutely, and I'll correct what I said. Uh, lowest win total, Texans and Lions, five for both those teams. Not much wow. love. Well, that's Texans because nobody knows what's going on with the quarterback out there. And, and if you're Jay, if you're golf, uh, you got to be insulted right now until you see what's around you. He's yeah. leaving what well, talented team for a team yes, with no is. players. And I, don't, and I don't think they lost Kenny Galladay in free agency. I don't right. think they have great weapons to be Very, honest. I agree. When we come back, Jim Miller's got ponies. Jimmy! Mike's got to play for Sox Yankees. We'll give you uh, our final thoughts uh on some of the best plays, and we still got to preview the last uh, NBA play-in game tonight, that being the Warriors trying to win and get in. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to the Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. On the odds couple, Carmen DeFalco, Mike North, we're presented by Prop Swap, and it's time to talk to one of our favorite guests who joins us each and every week. He's got some ponies for us. We'll talk about the latest that's uh, happening over at Hawthorne. He is the galloping gent. He is the distinguished gentleman from Hawthorne and their expert handicapper, Jim Miller. Jimmy! Gentlemen, how crazy has the Triple Crown been so far? You have all the results after the Kentucky Derby and Medina Sparrow. Then Medina Sparrow runs third in the Preakness. 
Now they're not even going to let Bob Baffert run any horses in the Belmont. So this is kind of insanity around the Triple Crown here. Does it does it take away from yes, like what's going to happen at the Belmont in a couple of weeks? You think, Jimmy? I think it takes away the intrigue a little bit. I mean, look yeah. at the ratings on the Preakness. The ratings were through the roof. It was record handle for betting, so there was definitely interest, and I think there was a lot of main, mainstream interest in the race too. So that's going to take away from the Belmont a little bit. It's going to be kind of anticlimactic in the Belmont. And we're still a couple of weeks away, and we truly don't even know who's going to run in the race yet. Yeah, I think it was about the effort for a lot of the ratings. I think it was about the suspense. I think it was about the horse, Medina Spirit, who did not win. Uh, but who won? I forgot already. As now, Ron Bauer as, was the winner, and yeah, Ron yeah. Bauer got an absolutely perfect trip. Midnight yeah. Bourbon went out there and challenged Medina Spirit. Ron Bauer just sat right behind and just ran on by and won rather easily, too. But if you can't win the Triple Crown, that takes away some of your... Yeah. So I think the story will still be Baffert. And now that they're pushing his record up, Jimmy, it's not mind-boggling to me that he's suspended from some of the stuff I've been reading about him over the years that he was a trainer. Oh, sure. And there, and there are things that did come up over the course of his career that still do come up. So you, you think about everything along those lines. I mean, talk about how mainstream it is. I mean, SNL covered Bob Baffert. Right. On, on their weekend update. So this, right. this is something that everybody's talking about. They're focused on racing, not necessarily for the best reason, but there's a lot more eyes on the yep. sport, too, which, which which is never a bad thing. And uh, Hawthorne, you guys are running uh, under the lights yep. all weekend and every weekend now through the spring and summer uh, with the harnesses. Right, Jimmy? Good stuff happening out there. you got the rooftop beer garden that's open. Um, so now that the weather really is getting nice, it's a good time to get out to the track. Yeah, and that's the cool thing because we have increased capacity now, so we're up to 60%. We have outdoor seating as well. We have an outdoor party tent. We do have the beer garden as well. Nighttime racing every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the racing's been really good, Carmen. We're starting to get into our stake season this weekend, too, so the racing's going to be very good. As it warms up, you get faster times, too, but the quality horses come out, and it's really been a strong start to the meet. All right, what do we like for this weekend? I'm going to the home track, boys. i got to get some home cooking. So all three races at Hawthorne on Saturday night. So we're going to start out with race two, the four, JoJo's Violet. Bet this one across the board. Good closing move in the last. Then go to race 10, bet the six, a Fox Valley exploit across the board. This was a nine-time winner last year who's just looking to return to form. And then in race 11, bet the five, Muscular Babe across the board. Comes for a great driver-trainer combination who's off to a really hot start. All right, so three races at Hawthorne for Saturday night, and we're going to bet each of these horses across the board. Win, place, and show. The two, uh, the second race, excuse me, the four horse, the 10th race, the six horse, the 11th race, the five horse. Right, Jimmy? That's right. Let's make some money, boys. All right, buddy. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Jimmy! That was a good one. There you go, Jim Miller with the lowdown for us. Uh, tonight we got the final play-in game here, Mike. Um, <sighs> Four and a half. You know, the money here has gone towards Golden State. Not a surprise. The Warriors are now uh, about a four and a half point favorite. The big move was on the total. Opened at about two twenty-five, and it got bet down quick, Mike. And you know, you're going to find some two twenty and a halves, maybe a two twenty-one out there. Winner faces the Jazz in round one. What a great series that could be. Jazz and Warriors. You know, the Jazz want nothing to do with that. But I just don't know that the Grizzlies will be able to keep up. Ultimately, they're a good defensive team, but I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with Steph the way he's playing. And uh, some of the war- Warriors fight. So the Warriors tonight. are favored in this game, right? Yes, they are. Steph Curry's on the team. Yes, you he is. You got Morant, who's a heck of a player. Anything could happen, man. I, I'm praying to God that Steph gets in. I really am. He deserves it. Carried the team. It, it had Draymond Green and a bunch of guys with him. 
Uh, didn't have Thompson. I brought up the scenario with Durant. Um, I'm going to feel bad if he doesn't get in. But it I is think, possible they could lose tonight, Carmen. It I is. Think, I know, of course, it's one winner take all. You're right. I think I'm with you, though, and no disrespect to John Moran, who I think is going to be a fabulous player. And he's I fun, do, too. It's just it's more fun to watch Steph Curry. It is. I can't argue with you. Like, I want to see Steph play in a series against Utah. I'm to, I, I totally heard agree. Jay Williams. All due respect to Jay. have no problem with him. You know, I watch his show sometimes in the morning. I slip around, you know. But he asked if Steph Curry's an all-time top ten player, and I, I, I got to say, what have you, what have you been watching, Jay? I mean, he's listen to this, and this was listed on Mike Greenberg's show. So even in the in, in our own company or in the own company, this is what they came up with: the only people who win multiple MVPs, NBA titles, and scoring titles are Jordan, Kareem, Wilt Chamberlain, and Steph Curry. Wow, that is. There's no question. He's a top 10 player of all time. He came in during the reign. And here's another thing I'll disagree with Jay on. He had LeBron James, okay, and Michael Jordan. Those two guys are cut above everybody else, including Kobe. I'm sorry, LeBron James and Steph Curry, to me, are joined at the hip. There's nobody that got the better of the two, didn't? Steph, can you imagine somebody like Steph Curry coming in during Jordan's prime yeah. and during our reign and taking three titles away? And some people think if Draymond wasn't suspended for that game six, uh, Absolutely. Cleveland did win it in 16, it could have turned out. Or so I'll respectfully 16. disagree with Jay Williams on this. Uh, you got the game changed with yeah. Steph Curry. There's no, because somebody even said the other day, LeBron's never had a signature shot, a signature move. He's just been a bull, man, who's yeah. got tremendous heart. Yeah. All right, Mike, right? you said, let's get some best plays. You said you had a play for Sox Yankees. So what do we like tonight? <laughs> Montgomery's pitching against Rodon. Rodon's yep. been unbelievable. I'm taking the Yankees. Uh, once again, nobody's burned me more in the system this year so early than the Sox in San Francisco. They both have overperformed in a little bit of a way after the injuries to Sox, and San Francisco's another one. So I have the New York Yankees to start off with, Carm. Yankees, okay. Um, I'm going to go to a West Coast game. Dodgers, Giants. Look, the Dodgers have started to figure it out. They've really played well here in about the last seven eight games um alex wood will start for the giants and he has been brilliant but i gotta imagine there's some regression coming i mean this is a guy who had an era of about seven last year he's facing his former team uh even though the dodgers are on the road as a favorite they're minus 130 i'm gonna play the dodgers on the money line tonight trevor bauer believe it or not you know most of his career has been in the uh, or at least a big chunk of it has been in the uh, AL. He's never faced the Giants, and I think that could be tough for those hitters not being all too familiar with Trevor Bauer and the big spin rates and all his great stuff. So I like the Dodgers minus the 130, even though they're a road favorite in San Francisco tonight. Okay, that's a good pick, and I'll give you another one, folks. Quintana, you remember him with the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Got an 8.20 ERA, yet they're favored against a red-hot Oakland A team tonight at minus 120. I think Quintana baffles them. Yeah, and they, because there's no reason that this should even be favored, that they should even be favored. You just heard Carm say the same thing, uh, that they've had issues and everything else. So Quintana's another one. And I also took uh, the Bruins today against yep. the uh, Washington Capitals. Yep, and that was Mike's bonus play. Bruins caps. That's you got the first another one of the NHL slate tonight. I like um, I like the uh, abs on the puck line tonight. I don't want to lay the extra juice. Uh, you want to do a lean? Yeah, I want to do. I'll do a little bit of a lean here on the abs uh, going on the road. They've really just got, I think, the better of the play. I think they're the much better team, and I think the Blues. 
Look, the Blues could be in trouble here. They could be without um, Robert Bortuzzo and Justin Falk, who unfortunately was the victim of a cheap shot the other night, but a hit up high that knocked him out of the game. And I, I don't know oh. that Justin Falk's going to be able to play. I think, the, look, the Avs are just better, and you take away a couple of their best defensemen. I think it would get kind of ugly. So I like the Avs uh, on the puck line tonight, too. A little bit, Just a little bit of a lean on that one. Maybe some couch change. God, we got something for everybody, don't we? That's what we do here, ladies and gentlemen. There Five you go. Games. All you have to do is endure us for 55 minutes. That's it. Before the picks come. That's it. <laughs> Mikey, a pleasure as always, my friend. Uh, thank you to Randy Merkin and Tyler Rocky for helping us out today. And thanks to Luke Pergani and Jim Miller. And, uh, Mike, have a wonderful weekend, and uh, we'll we'll be back with everybody for Memorial Day weekend next week. On yeah, Friday, don't get okay? in an accident on the way home after you've been driving for 200 miles an hour at the I end. won't. I'm going to try not to do 200 <laughs> in my Nissan Altima. We'll see. Have a good weekend, Take care, everybody. Folks. We'll see you next week on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.